is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the All Pro Joppos. All fucking three of us are here today. I'm your host, JP, and alongside me, as always, the best DJ in the entire fucking world, DJ Mastix. Yeah, buddy. And the 610 beast from the southeast, Mr. Country K. I usually have the sound effects, but I got home pretty uh, late today, so I didn't want to leave Mad Sticks left out with the set because I have one, and obviously Kay has one. I need to get Mad Sticks his own sound effect for every time he's in with the show. Uh, we, uh, again, welcome to All Pro Joppa, highly elevated, elevated sports talk for the highly elevated sports fans. Um, Got a good show lined up for you today. We got Corey Hammond joining us a little bit later to talk college football and a little bit about uh, the things that have been happening in the concussion world. Um, this is something he messaged me earlier today and he was like, "Hey, uh, can we talk about that?" Like, it seems something that he seemed pretty adamant to want to talk about. So I was just like, "Hell yeah, you know, come on the show and we'll and we'll talk about it." So not only college football, but um, on the things of concussions and everything else like that. Uh, so Corey will be on the segment of uh, Mad Bitch Asses with DJ Matt Hicks is back with two entries later on in the show. Um, we'll get that to you. Obviously, the uh, I guess we have to do it. The recap of yesterday's um absolute horseshit uh production of a game uh and then you know making our picks of uh, this sunday and monday's games going into week five um so i guess to really start off before we talk to uh goddamn see this is what i mean if somebody gets out well, so I I four squares <laughs> i'm like what's going on <laughs> oh, like, yeah, no, yeah. When it bugs out like that, and I have to, uh, it's kind of difficult to stay on top of it and stuff like that. I need to get a producer to be off screen doing this shit uh, for me. Um, but yeah, dude, yesterday's game. Did you see any of it? Yeah, I watched all game. I was on last night. I was on yesterday. Were you awake through the whole thing? Pretty much. I think I turned it off at some point. <laughs> I think I stopped watching it. Yeah, that shit was boring. I was just like, they both just look horrible. Thing is, Russell Wilson's not supposed to be looking that bad. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because it's a new team. You know, it's his first year. He's trying to mesh with everybody. He's been with Seattle for years, so he know the playbook over there. But if you're an elite, you know, you're an elite quarterback, it shouldn't take you that long to adapt. If you're good, you should, you know. You should be hitting your targets no matter where you're playing at. Exactly. And like I told you just before we actually started, they gave up so much. Like people were talking about, oh, this is the biggest trade deal in the history of the NFL. Two first-round picks, two second-round picks, a fifth-round pick, and three players. Holy shit, this is incredible. He's about to turn this to – oh, the Denver Broncos are Super Bowl contenders now. Matter of fact, so much so 
we're going to pay Russell Wilson $240 million, in which we're going to give you 30, 130 of it, fucking guaranteed. How would you say about that, Russell Wilson? Broncos country. That's right. And what we've gotten from the Denver Broncos is nothing short of Bronco shit. Uh, it just absolutely terrible play by Russell Wilson throughout the whole, not just last night. And I, I feel bad because I feel like I'm contradicting myself because my fucking team lost to the guy. And it's literally only because Jimmy G stepped out of bounds before throwing that pick six. Okay. So that's the, the, the only thing that, that happened there with losing to this trash human being, like since he's been in Seattle, it's just happening. But yesterday, Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen him look so bad. Besides yesterday, I was like, oh, oh, yeah. I'm like, man. <laughs> he, look, he, he looked like Nathan Peterman could have came in and done better. He he looked like uh, he looked like somebody that was lost, that has damn near never played the game before, like has never been in crucial situations where he's had to make the read. But, he had Richard Sherman so pissed off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just all of those. Yeah. I, bro, I, I guarantee you he had a flashback moment. As soon as he saw it and everything, the, the, the play, instead of running the ball and everything again, I'm sure he was like, here we fucking go again. It follows him wherever he goes. Wherever he goes. It, I mean, the coaching is bad. I'll give you that. The coaching is very bad. But last year, though. But it's like this year, like it's like you had a chance to contend with the team you had last year. I mean, they wasn't that bad. I had them like, especially with him this year. I thought I had him going, you know, kind of far. But I'm just like, I mean, (laughs) looking at it, I'm like, one. I think the Broncos gave up way too much. I was like, all right, Russell Wilson's good, but he ain't that good. He's not like he's been in the league for hella long, so it's not like he, right. He he's been in the league forever. I was like, yeah, you know, he's won a Super Bowl, but the reason why he won that Super Bowl is because the defense, the Legion of Boom, was just insane. That's what I'm saying. I think it's the players that's Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, if it wasn't for these players that he got. Like, you got a DK Metcalf that, you know, you can throw the ball somewhere, he going to get it. So, of course, that's going to make you look good. But without a DK, I mean, who do he really got? I mean, he got Judy in I Denver. Mean, he's got Judy. He's he got DK. Sutton. He's got a good group of, of, of wide receivers there in, in, in Denver. That's why I'm saying it's, there's no excuse for him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he had – I mean, before – Javante Williams got hurt. They had him. Great running back. Unfortunate, he got an ACL injury. He's done for the year. He's still got Melvin Gordon, but Melvin Gordon's got fucking fumbling problems so far. They just got this guy, Boone. He did pretty well this this game, but you can only do so much when the entire team is just – the quarterback is not meshing with the team. They'd have a better chance with Drew Locke right now as their quarterback than with Russell Wilson. Like, it, it just 
it's not good for them right now. And I don't know how long they're willing to wait. Yeah, I mean, one, they gave him this fat ass extension, this big money deal. So now, with this underperformance of play, head coach is going to get fired. GM is about to get fired. GM is definitely going to get fired because he's the one who made the decision, essentially, to make that trade. Yeah. And pretty much everybody except for Russell Wilson is going to get scapegoated and fired. But Russell will like, you can blame the coaches and everything else all you want. Russell Wilson has been terrible this year in all aspects of the game. What's his name? Uh, uh, he's on uh, Good Morning Football. The, uh, Kyle, uh, what's his? All right, I'm just gonna say Kyle. I, I, I blanking on his last name, but he basically said he called Russell Wilson a poser. He said this dude talks, you know, all this. Out during the media and everything else like that, but when they go to other functions and stuff like that, him and his, he's like him and his wife show up, and where everybody else comes and talks, comes and says hi, comes and says what's up. Russell Wilson is here like this. We can't talk to you. Like they're literally like this, walking away, thinking you're too cool. To, I was like, hold on, Russell Wilson is doing. Russell Wilson is not that guy. Yeah, Russell Wilson. I, I don't care what's who his wife is. But him? No. No, you can't be this like, oh, I'm a uh, all glory to God. Every fucking tweet that he puts out. And then be an asshole outside of everything. And then underperform on top of that. It's like, bro, Russell Wilson. Yeah. And you got a lot of people that go, Russell Wilson is not an all-timer. Russell Wilson was just the benefactor of good situa of of good uh um not not consequences good uh just good situations happening at the right time right place right time. I saw some people were literally comparing him. I was gonna say they were comparing him to fucking your boy. Uh, was it Bradshaw? Who's your Who's your quarterback when uh, was it Dilf? No, Dilfer was with the Ravens. Who did you guys have in Tampa for that the first Super Bowl win with Sapp and everybody? That was uh, Brad Johnson, wasn't it? Brad Johnson. Yeah, they're comparing him to him. They're comparing him to Dilfer, like just benefactors of good situations. I was like, damn. You know, Russell Wilson, he's never won an MVP. He's never – he didn't even win Super Bowl MVP. That went to a defensive player. That went to Malcolm Smith. And where's Malcolm Smith been since? I mean, honestly, not really that good if you look at him. Like I said, the, the players around him are good. He's not really that good. All right, so this, this is my issue here. Two questions. I've yet to hear any analyst, former player, Hall of Famer, anybody answer these questions. Mm -hmm. First question. Who else was elite in that situation with Russell Wilson? 
Who else is he leaving? Name in a, that a other player. Name another. Other than Russell Wilson, because everybody had him elite, right? In the beginning, when he was in Seattle. Name another person, coach, any goddamn thing in that situation that's elite, has elite capabilities. Whether if it's elite coaching, elite, elite running back skills, elite wide receiver skills, elite something on that offensive side or in that coaching situation to help the offensive side of the ball get better. So who, who in that situation? I mean, goddamn, uh, every quarterback but David Carr in the fucking AFC West. Mahomes can do it. Lamar can do it. Herbert would have done it. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not Shit, talking Herbert about. Done I'm it. talking about in the would've Broncos done. organization. I'm talking about in the Broncos organization, not his division. I'm talking about on his team. Everybody is slandering Russell, but then who else on his team is elite? Is the coach elite? No, he's a first-year coach. Are the wide receivers elite? No, them some motherfucking young-ass rookies. Granted, he missed motherfucking shit. Everybody missed shit. Brady missed the wide-open shit. Brady got smacked up, and he's the greatest quarterback ever. We just played the Chiefs, and he got smacked on a, on a corner blitz that he didn't even see. He didn't even look at it. He said himself, I didn't even see that shit. So it's like everybody fucks up. So, But my thing is, who else is elite on that team other than Russell or even decent? I mean, with the decision-making on the field and stuff, I do think, Burrow would have been that guy. Even in the organization, during the play, noticing and un- like that wide open receipt. What's his name? Um, hey, look, you talking about KJ Hampton? First off, I, you right. didn't answer the question. You're avoiding the question because you're talking about a play. I said everybody missed plays because I knew he was going to saw that say that play. That's why I brought up Brady. I said Brady missed a corner blitz against the Chiefs. Got smacked, hurt his shoulder. Everybody missed shit. So that one play Russell missed, I'm like, all right, cool. Everybody missed shit. But as far as the team and the organizations out of these first five games, who else is elite on that offense, the coaching staff, that actually can help Russell get better or or that actually has any kind of fucking input to actually help the team get better? So you're talking about basically somebody who can do it on their own without the coach. What I'm saying is, all right, cool. If they got an elite wide receiver, let's just do this. We can't say Debo Samuel because he's an anomaly, right? We'll say we'll say AJ Brown. AJ Brown can get open. He can separate. We understand AJ Brown's criteria in the NFL, right? It's never going to be questioned. We understand, even when he was with Ryan Tannehill, everybody understood, one, he had an injury problem, and two, the man can fall. What I'm saying is you can't point to anybody. It's a bunch of question marks on the defensive, I mean, on the Denver's offense. It's like everybody slanders Russ, but it's like that team is mid. That whole team is mid, like realistically. But the whole thing. Denver Broncos offense is mid. The whole point of the whole thing was he was supposed to – that's the reason why they gave up as much as they did. There was the understanding that he was going to be the guy to take him over the top. But that's – And he's done really he, – he's done nothing – he's done nothing to get him over the top. Again, in plenty decision-making, he's been bad the entire year. All right, so my thing is – the, the whole coach year got, so far. He's calling these bullshit Not, plays. 
I'm not saying the coach isn't a part of it. That's I feel what like I'm saying is thing. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's not on the level, and even we talked about it before. Sherman even called that shit out. He didn't. Russell Wilson doesn't have the respect nor the power to be able to kind of call it the, like, as a Tom Brady would, as an Aaron Rodgers. Like, no, we're gonna no that plays crap. We're gonna audible to this and do this. You just proved my He's point. He's not that guy. You just proved my point by that last statement. His coach is shit. If Russell doesn't have that authority, then your coach is shit. You can't blame Russell. He doesn't have that authority. All Russell's doing is going out there and running the plays. Like, you cannot yeah, but blame if you're Russell. supposed like, to be granted, the elite guy, you're supposed to be able to go out there and run the plays. If your plays are shit, it doesn't matter how elite you are. your own. Indiana's having this problem right now. Jonathan Taylor is an elite running back. Out of one year, Top. we consider him an elite running back. Their offensive Tom line Brady, is ass. Tom Brady at one point has never called his own plays on the field. Aaron Rodgers has never called his own plays on the field. Patrick Mahomes has never called about, his own plays on the field. All of those guys, Aaron Rodgers hasn't left. Tom Brady had six rings before he joined the Bucks, So he got the respect to respect to call his own plays. Russell Wilson has one ring, and he just joined a new team with a new coach. This new he coach has is zero. To, he, he had that. He didn't even have that respect when he was in Seattle. That's, he okay, couldn't make so those decisions back, with Pete Carroll. He didn't have that type of respect. Oh. Who, so we're so we're gonna always blame. Okay, we're gonna go back to always blaming everybody else except for the guy who's actually supposed to execute the play no, and that's make not the what play I'm saying. on the field. I'm saying that his, I'm saying he stole some bad shit, but at the exact same time, look at what he's done when he had a decent coach. That's the only thing I can go back to. If you sit here and continue to slander somebody and you know their coach is So you're ass, saying Pete Carroll like, is both. What are we both. doing here? Like, he's supposed so to be able so to So you're saying Pete Carroll is coach out of the fucking shit. Like, what are you asking this guy to do when he just joined a new team? Look what you asked okay, him so you to do. Okay, so you just said Pete Carroll was bad, had a bad coach, bad situation in Seattle, and I then you just said he had a good coach. I ne- no, 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 no. I never once said Pete Carroll was a bad coach. I never once said Pete Carroll was a bad coach. I said the, the Denver's Bronco coach is a bad coach. The guy they have right now, Russell Wilson's coach right now, is okay. But what I'm telling you is, what I'm telling you is, even with a good coach, apparently in in Pete Carroll, he didn't not, have that trust and respect for Russell to be able to well, call the play on his own or call the play on the fly when he needed to, nor make the right decision during the game. Yeah, because again, some of these times, some of these situations, you have coaches that want to have full control, like your coach, Kyle Shanahan. They're saying they're he's saying much he, proving my fucking point. He doesn't have, he doesn't have that. What people are calling that clutch. No, you're trying to, now instinct. you're trying to slander Russell. You're trying to turn some shit to make it seem like I'm talking about Russell. No, if the coach. If the coach has a complex of one to have control, I'm the head coach. I understand what to do. Let the coaches be the coaches. So that if that's so the that understanding under, of Pete Carroll, right? That falls under what Pete Carroll would would have been. That he was that coach. Okay, no, it's about what the head coach says. Right. What I'm what, what I'm trying, trying to say. Figure. What I'm trying to say is this: you give up as much as they gave up with the understanding that, you know, and people were talking about it. 
oh, Russell Wilson's an elite quarterback. He's that he's gonna get. We're talking about Denver Broncos to the even with the young players that you're talking about. Talking about they're as mid as they are. Everybody else was talking about something different because each one of right. those wide receivers, Cortland Sutton, you know, Jerry Judy, all yeah. of them were proving yeah. potential. Yeah. Well, they're mid now. Now it looks like they're no, mid. They were mid but before. last season and all they the potential. Oh, the numbers are there, Kay. Come on. Bro, Jerry Judy was just fast, bro. Like, let's be real. Can we please be real? Jerry Judy was There's just fast. There's a lot of receivers Portland, that are just Portland, fast. Portland Sutton was mid at best. <laughs> Dude, there's there's other players that are just fast in your opinion, and they're still getting paid the big money. They're still getting all the numbers. Because so as, as bad oh as bad okay, and cool. basic as you so say they are, they're all still players are in the same situation. Elite. So all of these Who? players are in the same situation? No. That's what I'm saying. No, it's a different situation. I'm saying for this I, I one, they're expecting Jonathan Taylor. This. Jonathan Taylor, look at the Colts. They just played the Colts. Jonathan Taylor is an elite running back. The Colts offensive line is ass beyond ass. You got an elite running back, and he's not even registering any kind of shit because he got fucking hurt because they asked. That's my point. Like you can't. What does that have to do? What What does that have to do with decision making? What does that have to do? We're talking your, about situations. Yeah. Okay. Your, your choices are limited. Your choices are limited when your players suck. That's my I, point. Nah, your choices are limited when your players nah, suck. I think you're trying to take too much blame off of Russell Wilson for his lackluster no, effort. I'm not. I really do. No, my, thing is, my thing is, everyone's trying to go on this man in my game, bro. What? what? It's not a, but the thing is, it's not about know. slandering, okay? The, part, the, the point is this. K, 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 K. The point is this. The, the point is this. It's not slander when it's actually happening. Slander is saying something that's not happening and that's not yeah, true. Everything what everyone's talk about, talking about and seeing, it, it is slander when the it's is, on the it field. It's, it's on tape. You're making a point. It's on. You're making okay, a half, there's you're making a half situation. Point. Okay, you're no, saying no, no. that he's Look, terrible, but you're acting like okay, he was there here, last year. He's bad. He's bad shit happens. Okay, okay, bad shit happens. I get that. That happens to everybody. Whatever. That's just another excuse. When the good situations happen, when the clutch plays happen, where everything works out, now all you need to do is make the decision and make that play. You need to be able to do it. Russell Wilson did not do that, and he has not done that this entire year. So, so my thing that's is, that's not had slander. That's fact. That's he, on film. No, that's not fact. Because the thing is, you're saying that, but you're also saying off of one play. That man has not had that many opportunities. I don't know why people are trying to fucking fill this shit up, man. He has as not many had these close games that they've are been in and stuff like that. There's plenty of opportunities to be able to take the lead and get ahead. And he has not made the right decisions to be able to do so. He doesn't have the trust uh, uh, of okay. his entire team. All right. Hey, look, all I'm saying is he can't run the routes. He can't call the plays. Clearly, he can't call the plays. Well, he can't, he can't see call who's the plays. open either. Yeah, but again, that's one play. You that's not just one play. Another okay, play look at the entire play. game. It's not just one play. It's not just that one play that right. happened. Hey, look, I'm, I'm confused how was that there. He got, game picked, off, he got picks. picked off twice. He two it's picks, definitely more than one time. Plus yards. He, had, he, missed, he missed throws, but at the exact same time, like, come on. All right. I, I, all right. I'm just saying. 
like a lot of people said a lot of different things that I agree with. He could be scared. Like he could be scared. Don't touch his own line. He's not on jail with his own line. Like that's a lot of that that's on him. But at the exact same time, I'm not gonna say and make it seem like all of these other things aren't a factor. Like I'm I not gonna play him personally. But a simple fact but a simple fact it's only been five games. It's only been five games. He still has and, twelve games to go for the regular and, season. He has twelve and more. If those twelve games come by and he does better, there's gonna be a different tune. I'm telling you, that's fine. I got that, but, but as at the of, exact same but time, as of so the why, judgment of five games that he's played. Did, he shouldn't be jumping on a man that just joined a new team with a new head coach. His head that's coach it. is brand new to the game. This is that's ridiculous not, that we even like jumping like the media and everybody's jumping on this man. There's been it's plenty of times like you gotta give him time. Okay, that's just excuse. That's just an excuse. What's an excuse? Because every What's single team, the whole oh brand new coach, you get it. There's been plenty of times where you get a brand new coach that is new to being a head coach, and they're still successful. That's not an excuse sure. anymore. You're where? not at the, oh hey we're not that that's. This is what we hired. Never you been to a head coach on any. The who? Where? I'm asking you. Who? Who? Have you, Where? Who do you? Do you got anybody? Because I can't think of one coach that came out first year and out of five games, positive record. When Sean, I can't think when of Sean one McVay coach. First, got to take when time Sean to McVay first out. came in. When Sean McVay first came in, he right. was doing it with the Rams. When the Cincinnati Bengals head coach came in first year, was doing it with the Bengals with Joe Burrow and everybody else like that. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Kyle hold Shanahan on. did pretty well his first year before the next two years of it shitting up. You're breezing nope. my coaches like. I'm not. I'm just saying like. When you're, when you're talking about the Rams' ass is first year, they were okay, but they like. His My first is, year, they made none the of these guys. You, you, you talking about totality? I'm talking about out of five games. Five games. Everybody's new. Let them figure it out. Like that's what my that's my first question. What was I mean? The second question. Okay, what was so, their record supposed to be? What was their record supposed to be? At this point, what are they at right now? Let me see. Like one and four, probably. I think they only won one game. Broncos are two and three. Two and three. See, I gave them less credit. By by every by everybody's standards, they should be at least they should be three and two, or 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 fucking four and one. The slander, by, the slander right now. Come on. It's, it's not. Like, it's not. I, it it would have been worse if slander? they was one and four, but two and three. What's the expectation? New? Come it's on, the man. expectation. It's the expectation, especially for what you gave up. You gave up a, for a win-now situation. There was yeah, that straight-up belief that when Russell Wilson got here, hey, we oh, it's going to be just like when Matthew Stafford and Tom Brady, they went to new teams. They won the Super Bowl. There was that full-on expectation when they traded for him and when they signed him, giving him all that money and guarantees. This was not a, oh, let's wait four years down the line and see what happens situation. This was a straight up, let's do this right now. This is what we're supposed to be doing right now. And when you right. underperform, no, the, the excuses are out the door. 
This is what we signed you to do. We signed you to be elite, regardless of what the hell is going on. We And same thing with the coaches. You hold every single person accountable. But just because the head coach is bad and everything, that does not excuse Russell Wilson's poor efforts on the field. The Come miss on, so throws in crucial right situations. Now. The bad right decision now. Russell's making. supposed to pick up his head coach. If his head coach is calling dumbass shit, Russell, even with he doesn't have the authority to audible out of it, he's still supposed to pick up people out of this shit, even if it's a dumbass call that's going to put him in a bad situation. I and then will it tell turns you right now, a bad I will tell you right now, the quote-unquote elite quarterbacks that are in this right. league right. will be having arguments with coaches for certain decisions. Right. And it's never a brand-new-ass head coach. It's never a brand new ass head coach or the players brand new to the team. When Aaron Rodgers had his brand new, it doesn't matter. It does matter. All of that matters. You continue to say it doesn't matter because, like, the player has totality. I mean, totality to do shit. But Russell Wilson has never been that player. He doesn't have that authority. He doesn't have that authority, man. He doesn't have that authority because he doesn't have the to have that authority. He doesn't have. He doesn't have that instinct. He doesn't have the authority to audible out of bad plays. He's, that's he's not, the that's head what I'm saying to you. Bro, he's the it, head coach's yes man. That's what he is. He's a pawn oh for the head coach. He's a yes. So, Whatever so, the head coach on, says, on, that's what he this. does. Okay, cool. So now you just helped me get even to more of my point. Let me ask you this. As a former player, you don't know any fucking boys that's like any quarterbacks that's just like how you're saying Russell is and don't have the authority to call out of audibles? I have seen that plenty of times. So I've my thing is, so my point, I've seen it plenty of point, times with good actually, coaches. I've seen it plenty of times with bad coaches. And usually the result is the same thing. Coaches. It's loss. We're only talking about bad coaches. We can't breeze by this point. We're only talking about bad coaches. If this man coaches bad and he doesn't have the authority out about the plays, doesn't matter how good he is. He has to listen to his coach, especially how he was brought up. Like, think about it like this. Tom has all this all this motherfucking authority, all this authority to do whatever he wants. He gets shit changed everywhere. Russell doesn't have that. You can expect that from Tom. You can expect that from Aaron Rodgers. Shit, hell, you can probably even expect that from Matthew Stafford, probably because now because he won a ring. But at the exact same time, certain players have certain authorities and certain people can't do stuff. So based but off that's of that the alone, point. based off of that alone, if your coach is bad, that you just got to ride with it, especially – if you're trying to keep the image of being a good boy and I'm not trying to wave the ties. You know how many saying, quarterback you know how many quarterbacks have gone into bad situations with bad head coaches and made the bad head coaches look good? Yeah, you know how many situations end up the way I'm telling you? More than what you're talking about. <laughs> more I, I mean more I get than that. what you're talking about. It's but what I'm telling you, it, it just it just sounds like excuses. Because no, it's not excuse. There is a reason, especially, it's not an excuse. especially How is when Russell Wilson has been there for so long. Oh, my God. Especially since he's been in the league for so long. There is an expectation when they sign. That's what I'm saying. There is an expectation when you signed it. So now when you are not living up to the expectation. You keep avoiding it. You keep avoiding the main thing. And you keep trying to put it on Russell. If the head coach well, I'm is not, terrible, I'm, what is he supposed okay, to do? I've never, okay, I have never said don't hold the head coach or you know GM or no, anybody. You, I'm not I've never said about not accountability. What I'm, I'm saying not, for Russell Wilson, like you, okay, about let me answer your question. Let me answer your question. Let me answer your question. Okay, what is he supposed to do? 
He's supposed to fucking be a leader and get it done. That's what he's supposed to do. And in the situations when he doesn't get it done, hey, tough to, that's the same criteria shit when I talk about Jimmy. Yeah, he has all these other plays. What is he supposed to do? He's got a bad head coach. But he still has the opportunity to make these plays, and he still doesn't fucking come through. In these clutch situations, in these clutch moments, he the overthrow when he had Emmanuel Sanders wide open in the Super Bowl. Most of the other shit, like you said, he is not – we have talked about it before. He is not the reason why the 49ers win. He's a part of it, but he's not the reason for the wins. We all know this. That's the same exact thing for Russell. You win with not because of. He is in that category right now. And that's what I'm saying. And first He's got to be able to take first, that leadership role and first say, answer. hey, this is So now let me ask you a question because, again, you're going into it. But again, now you're starting to go into a different point. So let me ask you your first question off your answer. How is he able? How is he supposed to be a leader if your arms are tired? I'm asking you because again, at the certain if your point, your arms are you, tired. Tied. I said his arms are tied. Based off of field play, you can't call audibles. You can't call audibles as a quarterback. Let's just say that you're a quarterback. You can't call audibles. You have to listen to your coach 100 percent of the time. So, so the only okay, thing so you can do is do off field shit. The only thing you, only way you can be a leader is working really hard, showing them I'm a team player, doing everything that everybody's supposed to do. It's like, yeah, so I understand. Long... For two hundred million dollars, he is supposed to be playing well. I agree with that statement. He's supposed to be playing way better than he is. But here's the thing: if you gonna put this man on a team with a friend, let me say it like this: if the 49ers paid him two hundred some million dollars, I'll be agreeing with you because Kyle Shanahan been the coach. He's been the coach there. He was the coach there. If he went to the Baltimore Ravens just on some chance that Lamar left and he went to the Ravens, John Paul there. With a team that had a head like, in place already or a person. It, it just sounds like what excuse, you're, But that's, that's reality. No, no, but well, this that's is what reality. I mean by excuse. You're making, it, you're making it seem like all the stars need to align for you for you to be successful. No, that's not the and case. I'm not that's saying never going to be the I've case. There's saying. never going to be perfect situations. You're going to have a shitty situation one after saying. the other after to make the it other. Seem like I'm How do you excuse. get through that? You keep trying to turn it and, and make and it then, seem like I'm making an excuse. I'm not. I'm not. Okay, I've you're been not five excuse, games. You're blaming time. other people for Russell Wilson's I'm inability not. to be able to I'm saying these people aren't – they're not on the same level as the guy. That's an excuse to me. You're supposed to be able to do whatever he can do. He'll look like Kyler Murray. You you just told me he can't make anybody better. They need time. They need time. They've had no real gameplay. They lost their starting Ah. running back. They started losing people to injury. They got to get it together, bro. They just have to get They just lost him. Even with him, they weren't doing well. And bro, that's what I'm talk saying. They need this. time. It's been five games. It's been well, five okay. games. Okay, so how it's long? Been how five long? Games. Okay, how much that's time do we I'm give? That's what I'm asking them? you. That's what I've been asking you the whole time. I give you them. You said that the man give, was supposed okay. to have one or two more wins than what he has. That's I'm looking at it right here. At- I'm looking at it right here. Give me a second. They have till week seven. They've got two weeks to figure this shit out. If they haven't figured it by basically mid-year, week seven, week eight, if they haven't figured it out by then, it's a lost fucking cause and it's all over with. Don't even worry about it anymore. Right. 
We don't right, even need to have this I'm conversation. And Russell this. Wilson is not. I'm gonna ask you this: How did they lose? How did they lose game one? Was it Russell's fault? Was it Russell's fault they lose game one? You talking about this last game that he missed KJ Hutton in? Game one. Did they lose game one because of Russell? Let me see. Or did the coach fucking say, hey, let's kick a 63-yard field goal, bro? It's fourth and five, but let's kick a 63-yard field goal. And then I'm going to take 30 seconds to say that shit. Like, come on, bro. Like, the man hasn't shown me shit. That's the coach, bro. If they're losing games. They're losing games the way they're losing games. But That's you're, you're further you're further proving my point. No, that Russell I'm, Wilson I'm doesn't proven. have the ability to call a timeout in that situation. A bit, here, let's bring that, in an actual again, fucking quarterback well, in here. Any, okay, hold on. Okay, hold on. We're, we're getting away his ability. Okay, okay, we're getting away from somebody we need to have on this show right now, and he want he has something to say. Corey Hammond, the quarterback, ladies and gentlemen. A7FL, the snow truck. Uh, he's in. He's got, okay. Uh, we got to hear it from him. Corey, you had your hand up. You needed something to say. What, what, what is it going on? First of all, thanks for having me. Second of all, yes, this is the best way to come in. Just coming in hot to a quarterback debate. Let's go. First of all, I miss you guys. And as, as I see. Oh, we miss you too, man. With, with the angst. With the angst from the college football potential news that we are avoiding today, that we talked about, Jay, um, maybe mm-hmm. maybe some uh, maybe some tempers are brewing since I last been here. Most of the time, I see there's a cloud behind Jay. He's laughing, and it's staring motherfuckerly uh, at, at me, Country K, with his green screen. But let me just let me just first say what I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask DJ Madsticks because he's just enjoying the show. What do you? Who do you think I'm going to side with on this Russell Wilson debate? Knowing what little you know of me, just just to just to like you know, because I already made my mind up. I just want to see what I would say. Uh, you gonna go with Russell Wilson? Need to be doing his shit. And he ain't doing his shit. All he right, ain't so like you're supposed to. So you gonna I, side I with me? I think there's. Re- I, I realistically think that there's two very very important things to mention in this conversation. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say the the lesser important thing, but I think this one that I'm gonna say goes to what Jay said and 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 Jay's side. How dumb did it sound like the Seahawks were to get rid of Russell Wilson and to be okay with their starting quarterback to be either Drew Locke or Geno Smith, right? How dumb did that sound, and how almost prophetic does it seem now? Because if you're the Seahawks organization, you know Russell Wilson probably better than anyone in the entire universe, including Sierra. Maybe not Future, because I bet you Future knows a lot about that motherfucker. He probably has spies. But the Seahawks (laughs) definitely know more than Sierra, okay? Now... This weirdness of Russell Wilson bothers me. I will say that. This fucking weird-ass, like, corniness, like, this awkward cringiness shit, like, the most (laughs) successful quarterbacks in the history of the league. So the people who should have been his example, they literally don't do shit in the public eye. Like it's really only Peyton Manning that became a clown and he would started doing it after his prime. So Russell Wilson, first of all, 
You are if, – if you – on Madden right now, because it's going to drop after that game, guys, let's be honest. If you on Madden right now or in the 90s, his cringe rating is either 100 or zero because it's it's horrible, okay? I don't know if the cringe rating in Madden would be a high number for cringy. There's my hand. I was doing the high-low. A high number for cringy or a low number for cringy. But Russell Wilson right now is is the worst thing that he's doing, in my opinion – is every moment that he's in front of a camera that's not, you know, a, a, a CBS, Fox, ESPN, or what the whatever the fuck Apple and Amazon and all these other streaming things are doing to the NFL. Okay, so that's the less lesser important point. Okay, Russell Wilson's a fucking weirdo, but <laughs> but but. Name me, Jay, five human beings alive that you would prefer instead of Russell Wilson in a Super Bowl right now. I would prefer – are we excluding anybody? I mean, whatever you say to me, if you say something at, at like Joe Burrow, I love Joe Burrow. If you say Kyler Murray, I – I kind of like Kyler Murray's game. Um, I saw something that I can't get out of my head. He looks like a toddler that stole stole your phone when he's, yeah, running, he's running around. Away and I can't it, yeah. I can't get away from that. But he's he's good. Let's say. I wasn't gonna say Murray. I was gonna say two, two Herbert. Years ago, two years guys. ago, if you said two years ago, if you said Matthew Stafford is better than Russell Wilson, you would be the biggest idiot on sports radio, podcasts, YouTube, whatever, right? No, we we have our. We have our definite uh, feelings about Matthew Stafford and what. But but what I'm saying is is that the the thing that you're saying about Russell Wilson in a new system with new players and a, and a, and, a, and a really condensed preseason and and all of the things that you're saying are way out of line because I don't mm. think that Russell Wilson right now should be as bad as he is. But I'm gonna give a a multi all pro guy who started a season. He went he went like 26 touchdowns and zero interceptions to start like a five game stretch. I think it was two years ago. He was carrying a Seahawks team on his five foot nine back through an NFC West division that was pretty stout. And they were always competitive to the point where when they had the opportunity to re-sign all pro guys all over the field, they were like, nah, we're going to go with this idiot and his fucking stupid girlfriend and his stupid social media presence. But Russell Wilson is one of the best quarterbacks in this generation. Whether he looked like shit last night or not, it was last night, right? Oh my! It feels so long. It feels felt like a nightmare more than it felt like an actual game that we were watching. Um, you know, if you watched, uh, so you said something about Matt Ryan Jay on Twitter, and then what I did nah. was I turned it into an A seven NFL thing. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was like, okay, I see what you did there. But um, <laughs> and then and then Matt Ryan said something. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was saying something about like, and then just watch watch our film. So. So I honestly, I took his advice, and after like three or four field goals, which you know how I feel about kickers, guys. I, you know, it, it, it's it's you know some people say gingers have no soul. I think kickers have no soul. 
Um, I love gingers, by the way. I don't want to offend gingers. I'll offend kickers. I can take every kicker, I think. Literally every kicker. There's that one punter. I think he's actually kind of a badass. And don't say Sebastian Janikowski. There's not one ounce of muscle in that fat-ass body. Um, <laughs> but we're getting sidetracked. Last night or no, Russell Wilson has put on tape a lot more Hall of Fame than he has Hall of Blame. And I think what, what Country K is saying is a lot closer to the truth. I think you guys are both arguing on the far end of where the answer is, which is somewhere in the middle. Russell Wilson should not be playing as poorly as he is. But a lot of times there's reasons for elite, all pro, all Hall of Fame level players not playing that well. And if one of the reasons is because this this creature that we see on social media might actually be who Russell Wilson has become with all of the money and the, you know, and, and you know, it's it's like when it, when when a rapper is now not, you know, a, a gritty hood dude. All of a sudden, he you know he he's gonna make a rock album. It's like that's not that's not what the out that's not what the contract is uh, paying for. But Lil Wayne, we don't want to hear your your mashups on on a rock album with Auto Tune, please. Um, so I, if there's something, there might be something too. That my joke about the social media thing because. And that subway commercial, like I feel yeah. uncomfortable. I, I feel uncomfortable, like when I say it out of my mouth, because I'm now getting the picture of him talking, and it's like, bro, how do you make how me much look of, like? But then, a how much of it becomes? How much of it becomes? Maybe because he is a certain way, he doesn't connect with the locker room. Is what is is that more on him because he's not able to? connect with the people around him if, or if you kind of on them if you want a guy that connects to the locker room then trade for drew lock again because he's young and he seems like he's got some db in him like uh yeah and by db i don't mean as as always because i never mean it like that uh not the position um i i mean db in the way that jay would refer to a guy by the name of get ready jay button baker mayfield He's, he's, he's slacking. Oh, there it is. No, no, no. I, 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 listen, I, I want to do a Baker Mayfield. Emotional, damn it. See, the, cla the cloud's clouding your judgment. May he yeah, I shit. pressed the wrong one by mistake. May he rest in shit. I'll, I'll just say it sometimes if, if you can't get to the button fast enough. Um, yeah, so, so Drew Locke has some DB in him. And that's probably relatable to some of those guys. But the thing is, is that have you ever seen the other options that the Seahawks have? I mean, excuse me, the Broncos have at quarterback um, carry an NFL franchise for the better part of a decade. Do they have other than Russell? Mm, no. They really or have or how about this? Or how about this? Who they've had since uh, Peyton Manning? Because they've had first-round draft picks. They've had – Reach Paxton Reds, Lynch, they had Teddy Bridgewater. They had who, who else? Did they have Paxton, Paxton Lynch. Lynch. Yeah, yeah, he's six Draft seven. He's going to be great at quarterback, right? Remember? Yeah, <laughs> Memphis. Yeah, hey, I'm. I'm not going to lie. I was one of those guys who thought Paxton Lynch might be decent, but <laughs> not. Paxton Lynch was decent. 
What happened to him as a Bronco, in my opinion, is that he had one bad game, and then everybody was like, "Oh, this guy sucks." There was a guy. There was a guy. There was a guy probably named. Uh, you know, I'm just making this up now, and it's just a random collection of shit. But I don't know, like JPBP888 or whatever. It's like, yo, this guy had a fucking bad game, and he's getting paid millions of dollars. You suck. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But the the yeah, yeah, yeah. the recency bias that infects us because you know, do you guys have uh, TikTok? No. Mm-mm. Good. Thank you, God. Nope. But do you guys have Snapchat and Instagram? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you're you're not the worst of our uh, social media society, but you you do you do have some of it because the you know what what started with the microwave got exacerbated with on demand, and now social media limits our videos in, in these Vine type you know loops. So now our attention span is so short we forget what Russell Wilson you know has become. And has basically cemented in history as as proof that we should give him at least a season and a half to figure this out. Um, what? Hmm. Oh, my wife wants me to have her avoid. Although you guys don't get to see, I do. Yes. She just said it, so I shouldn't make any many comments. But anyway, <laughs> it's all it's always fun in the Hammond house. So, so you're giving him. So you're giving him basically a season and a half. I'm not giving him. I, I, I don't think I should give give him a pass at anything. But what when I look at when I look at a quarterback, you have to really break it down. And his job is third down and fourth quarter. And yes, Russell's been failing that. But the the problems with the Broncos aren't just the third down and fourth quarter. So like when you look at the Jets, right? The Jets, they they have things going for them in a lot of situations at times. But with Joe Flacco and Zach Wilson in the third down and in the fourth quarter, except for that, that crazy comeback, which was which was absolutely insane. I don't think that'll ever happen again. I think that was, uh, you know, conspiracy theorists everywhere were saying that the NFL was fixed after that game. Um, but, but, like, teams like the Jets that have issues at quarterback or have youth at the quarterback position, third down, fourth quarter, they lose against almost every team. Um, I, I think what, as we look forward, what we need to realize is that the Raiders and the Broncos aren't as bad as they as we think they are. The Chargers aren't as bad as we think they are. But those three teams – They are who we thought they One of those three teams – should be able to kind of get get a get a hold on the, on the second place in that division, um, but the NFL, just like every year early on, seems to be like, you know, this this first quarter of the season because it, it used to be sixteen games now it's seventeen so it's not a perfect twenty five percent, but the first four weeks of the season for me since they you know did the new CBA and there's basically no hitting in practice. It's like the preseason. I mean, the Giants are three and one. The oh no, they're two and yeah. two. The Giants are two and two. The Jets are two and two. Both of those teams are zero and four teams. Um, the Giants beat the Titans. Really? I mean, I'm not saying that Brian Dable and and the boys in blue in the Meadowlands, you know, another another team with NY on their helmet that plays in New Jersey. <laughs> you gotta love that. Um, it's just, yeah, <laughs> but we, we, so I, I, I just think, look at it as a point, your, like, I know you say it's like recency bias, but it's not, 
for me, it's kind of like because I do have an understanding. Again, I played against this guy. You know, we were with the 49ers. So they played against this guy for forever. So I've got to see all the things that he can do as a quarterback and all the things that he has done as a quarterback. So when I see him go to another team, when they have the expectation that, look, we do have a team here that can do something. We're just missing that. We're bringing in Russell Wilson, who is that proven guy, and he can take <laughs> us over the top. Now, when he gets there, okay, sure. First five games, you know, it, it's too early to really call how good they can really be. But as the moment kind of goes, and then like you said, the the things that he says following I mean, that's said what, performances, I that's it's just like – it's like you know, are you not you're not realizing what's going on, are you? <laughs> I I think what happens when you have the established team, and then what you tell the media, what you tell the players in the locker room, when you go and you get that franchise guy, what you're telling them is this is the thing that's going to fix it, and Russell is in a dangerous spot because because he's always talking about he's how he's dangerous. But the more dangerous aspect of his game right now that I think, um, to, to go to your points, Jay, is he might lose the respect of the guys that he's playing with. And if he doesn't have that, then that's also a coaching issue. And the relatability thing, I mean, we, we've all played, right? Um, we've all had guys that we can't stand in the locker room that, 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 you know, in a professional, in a professional locker room that, that exacerbates, I've talked to NFL players, you know, like, you know, borderline, like fringe guys that barely make the roster kind of guys, you know, I don't know the, the, all, you know, the, the all pro guys that would have a different difference of opinion, but I've talked to NFL players that, you know, have been in and out of locker rooms that could tell you stories about guys that you think are like awesome stand-up guys that are just total pieces of fucking shit. Um, you know, worse than fucking Baker Mayfield even. Make you rest in shit. So, that is something that concerns me. But but the other thing is that when you focus all of the attention on one game that happens with three preparation days, both the Broncos and the Colts were going in basically blind to what defensively these teams were doing. And they were just throwing out basic offense from what I saw that, you know, hey, let's see if this works. And it was just so easy to cover all of the things. That, that whole – that whole goal line uh, stand from the Colts that, that Russell Wilson's getting, you know, totally scrutinized for and rightfully so. I mean, if you look at the route combinations that are, they're throwing out there, I mean, every single one of those routes looked like it was a slant. Like they would think it was, it was all slants. Everyone's running a slant. That is a play in Madden, but you know why it never works is because the convergent point of all those slants is the same fucking place on the field. Anyway, <laughs> but that—that's our plan was to come into yeah. this to come into this uh, inter, this this uh, this spot this pod this pod spot and have a have an intellectual discussion about safety and and you know all that and then we got to talk about how fucking future probably knows more about 
Russell Wilson than even the Seahawks did. I bet you Russell Wilson knows what, what the problem is. What do you think, Country K? I know I'm just joking around. But I think I think just to kind of like ease the tension between you guys, because I know you guys, you know, you guys are you oh, really no, good no, friends. No, no, no. Oh. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but but I think where Jay is coming from is that the last thing that Russell Wilson needs, though, is excuses, right? Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just start going the opposite way and saying that you know Russell Wilson is is a his his Broncos tenure is close to ending because he should be doing you know a lot more because that is the truth that he should be able to somehow figure out a way to be better than what he's been but i mean you know last you know. year and i know this cuz my my wife wrongfully drafted Aaron Rodgers last year Aaron Rodgers started the season off with one of the worst performances of his career That's and he was up. laughing you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. And that was week one. And we were just like, eh, it's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you know, the, the most diehard Packer fan seeing Aaron Rodgers laugh might have said to himself, oh, put in Jordan Love. But he that that Packers fan was an asshole, honestly. <laughs> so um, part, yeah. let me uh, let me ask you guys a question. So Corey might have threw me off with the Aaron Rodgers shit because my hatred kind of went up and then it came back down. All right. You need to get me one of those, by the way. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a second. All right, cool. So I just want I just wanted to I just wanted to have like something to show, but I don't have a green screen where I could put up (laughs) hilarious faces. So I just wanted to put the 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 big Rob. I'm doing my big Rob cosplay. I've even got a beard. This is more from uh, coaching youth (laughs) football and just not caring or giving a shit. But anyway, makes sense. But no, (laughs) I'm sorry about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he 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 upsets me at times as well. But go ahead. But no, um, so it's. This will definitely touch home because you are a quarterback. So um, let me say this hypothetically. If Tom Brady, right, say if Tom Brady's only ring was the one that he got when Drew Bledsoe got hurt and then he just reverted back to like a regular player and then become the best player in the world, do you think he'll still have the same power or even an opportunity to make audibles on Bill Belichick's offense? So if you're saying, if you're saying, if if Nick would Nick Foles, right? <laughs> Nick Foles. <laughs> All right, cool, gotcha. <laughs> kind of right, right? He, he yeah. called Philly Philly. But what I'm, no, 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 no. He didn't call Philly Philly. He went to his coach and asked, "Please, That's Mr. Beautiful. Peterson, sir, can we call? Can we call the Philly special?" And Doug sure. Peterson was like, "Yeah, fuck it." You know what I mean? Like, like, so what country K is saying, I I don't think, I don't think here's the thing. The, the, the call at the line is not something a, that every coach allows B every coach encourages, but it's also usually up to the discretion of the quarterback because what the fuck is a is an offensive coordinator going to say when he's standing over there with his stupid clothes on? You know what I mean? Like with his arms crossed, a headset on, and a visor or a hat, and he's sitting there in that weird posture that coaches have when they're watching a play. I even do it. The fuck's he going to say when I when I check max max protect uh you know back back shoulder fade on this little short corner over here? Fuck right. that little guy. I'm going up top. <laughs> so um, that's that's my point. Like that's my point. So. 
to get back so, on class. So what you're what you're asking though is because we don't know is is what is the leeway that Russell Wilson has called audible because I think the leeway should be now I don't know what it is I don't know I don't know what their 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 hierarchy is set up you know a lot of a lot of like run heavy offenses mm-hmm. discourage quarterbacks from being able to make checks out because there are run looks that defense has put up that a coach is trying to run into or, 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 you know, like just to give, give, uh, you know, an example of every, what everybody would be familiar with when you see an engage eight type style defense, cause everybody knows the Madden, right. But it, it's right. usually not all eight, but let's say they're coming with six and it's, it's, it's like a double a gap or it's an a in a, in a backside, you know, edge or, or yeah. C blitz. Um, some coaches want to run into that look because they're uh, assuming it. They want the big, the big play on like a like a, a like a GT counter where the guard and tackle are coming and the the blitzer isn't expecting and gets crushed by a tackle and and pinned mm-hmm. down and then it opens up that a sale here and a sale here kind of <laughs> fucking bullshit from back in the day. Um, but but that's what teams are trying to do sometimes in those run offenses, and if a quarterback mm-hmm. sees. That the that the Sam linebacker on a three four is going to vacate that flat zone, he might call a check throw to that area right. that's being vacated by the blitz. So some offensive coordinators will will strictly tell their their quarterback, um, you know, you know, no check in the in the earpiece. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying they might be like, no check, no check, and it's like, all right, well, I'm not checking it, and then, you know. Do that, do that, fucking seventeen times in in four games to me, and guess what's getting checked? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Uh, like, it doesn't seem like he has. Yeah, I but, mean, he doesn't but, have that ability nor the want to to kind of like. I'm not gonna say tell the head coach or like be like, hey, like what the hell is that? Like, but here's my thing though, like Russ, Russ is a weirdo, like y'all saying what he's used to. It's such a different offense than what he's used to. There may not be, you know, uh, you know, a dart, dart, arrow, you know, type, you know, pick play that he can just call when he sees like tight man coverage at you know at a certain situation, where you know, like the 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 famous pick play that ended up being an interception. That's sometimes a good check call when you see, uh, you know, a tight twins, you know, the wrong man's pressing. So you call, all right, let's just pick that. Let's get like a good three yards. It's, you know, three, four yards. Maybe it'll break. Um, you know, the familiarity you have with with the with the language of an offense, the the ability for the rest of the players on the offense to understand it when you go check, check Omaha. Right. You know, Peyton Manning's not able to do that unless, you know, Jeff Saturday knows what's going on. Uh, Reggie Wayne knows what's going on. Quarterbacks can change play all they want. If the if if he doesn't trust that the guys around him know what to do, and he's he's surrounded by talented receivers, but they're all young. Um, mm. I think that Jerry Judy is one of the best route runners that I've seen come out of college. But at the same time, you know what you do on a destroy video type situation is not how you know wide receivers are measured. Yeah, exactly. Look at that. That dog knows what's up with it. <laughs> that that is that is that dog is that, what is that is that like a one of those like English judge? I think Wings? so. I, I yeah. think so. The little the little short little fuzzy and and, a, and the cor and the corgi dog isn't that the queen's dog? Yeah, so that's all English right there. Mm-hmm. 
That shit bothers me. I, I, I have English heritage, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't the country of England and all the uh, their whole history like just seem like I don't know. Anyway, no, I want to talk about concussions, man. Maybe maybe the reason that I'm going so off track is because I I, I think this should be a more important conversation for myself. No, I'm just joking. Um, no, like you when you messaged me about it that you wanted to make a make it a point to talk about it. I actually thought it was a good idea because we had been talking about it, especially what happened with Tua. Yeah. Um, we had been talking about it going like, yeah, sure, there's the what. It, and, you know, you play the devil's advocate. Kay was saying, you know, if it was a back issue, a pinched nerve, he's, you know, sometimes it can make you wobbly if you got a pinched nerve in your back or something. And just playing devil's advocate from from what we saw. Yeah. Uh, that, there's I mean, no excuse saw, we, we for, for him it, to be on the field. I think, you know, my my take would be not – to, you know, kind of dictate the minutia of what people should be doing in that moment. Because it, 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 my, that whole situation for me, right, Let, let's put it all into perspective. And the reason I wanted to talk about it is because I do have an outlet in which I could talk about these things and, and, and make it about, you know, look at me. But at the at the end of the day, I don't think that for – my specific league, the A7FL. Hus Hus shirt. Tinyurl.com. A7FL merch. Everybody wants the Hus Hus shirt. But there's also Thick Boy Season. Ryan Shamard is not Fat Boy Touchdown. We're not allowed to say that. <laughs> and I'll try. <laughs> Yeah, every uh, we had a guest on uh, last night, and he uh, he said, "Oh, I like the Fat Boy Touchdown shirt," and and it was it was really funny because Matt Ryan's not allowed to say Fat Boy Touchdown, so he says Thick Boy Season, which is an immediate uh, country K. What is the word that starts with P that is immediately uttered after that is ever said? I want to see if he pause pause. Because it's like thick boy season, and then everybody's like, pause. That's why I didn't say anything. Exactly. Pause. <laughs> <clears throat> so it's it's it wasn't it wasn't the place on our podcast to you know take a victory lap on a guy's you know potential head injury, right? Um, it is documented. A seven FL. Full contact, no pads, seven on seven. Pretty brutal at times football is is much, much safer quantitatively than helmet football, right? Thanks. And that is where I kind of, you know, as a, as a 35-year-old guy that still plays in a professional football league, full contact, you know, I would not be able to do this if this was something that, you know, I was constantly rattling my skull against other guys' skulls. I mean, I may be able to do it, but I, at least I, I wouldn't be able to string together as many as the run-on sentences that I do over and over again on your guys' show, taking up 40 <laughs> minutes of your hour airtime that I might be even on the screen. So I do have this understanding of the safety that's necessary and, and needs to be implemented into tackle football. Um, I also 
very recently there was a news story, and you guys might have heard of it. It, it came out of New Jersey. Um, uh, a young man named Xavier McLean from Linden High School in New Jersey um, unfortunately passed away, you know, in indirectly or directly due to football injuries that happened when in a kickoff return situation, it was a helmet to helmet collision and the worst possible scenario took place and it was a kid. So as a, a football fan, a, a, a professional football player, a youth football coach, and somebody that has dedicated so much time and, and devotion and, and love to the game of football. For that to happen, I was trying to think of a good metaphor, but I love football and I am as patriotic about my like football nation as I potentially can. I talk to moms about how safe it is and all that kind of thing. And, and when something like that happens, it's like being a, a patriot of a country that's committed a war crime. So if the United States or if, if the, if the, you know, the state, the, 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 the together union of Corey Hammonds, because if you listen to the podcast, you know, when I make up shit, I just use my name and then it makes me sound even more like Corey Hammond. My, my fantasy team is the Corey Hammond, Corey Hammonds, right? So, so my, my fake country is the together, you know, entities of Corey Hammond. If for whatever reason, there's a war crime. What I don't want to do is is bomb my own country, right? I, I'm not going to bomb my own country. What I want to do is I want to try to, to, to make sure that the, the system that allowed the war crimes to take place, the people that are responsible for the decisions that led to it, you know, they're the parties that are held responsible but i am still a patriot of that country so i don't want to bomb the whole thing right so when a terrible yeah. ha thing happens in football and it does all the time you know i i coach youth sports like i said one of my eighth graders was having the best game of his career and he's he's one of those fringe running backs like he's good enough to be a running back position but we have better running backs so he doesn't get the ball a lot he was getting yards he was running he had this nine yard gain that was about to be a 12 yard gain and when he made the cut the kid tackled him he put his arm down broke it the best game they ever had broke his arm. Kids screaming because it hurt. Um, terrible things happen in football. Terrible things happen in life. It's a good way to teach kids. It's a good way to understand as a fan, you know, whatever. I don't want to go too far into that. But with the head injuries, it's the reason that youth football is down in participation by staggering numbers. And when we talk about the future of the NFL, that their farm system starts with children and if children are not playing football and they're playing other sports then those you know those players that we see and we're talking about the russell wilsons you know you won't have to worry about it because instead of making cringy videos about the nfl it'll be about major league baseball and we'll we will he'll be get paid even more money and we'll still never heard of him and we won't recognize him and he won't have a famous girlfriend so maybe that's a benefit to this but Concussions are an issue and something that we need to take serious. And I don't think that as a culture, concussions should be allowed. And that all of what I just said is very important and, and extremely relevant to me because that kid, Xavier uh, McKinney, 
And I, I hope that I'm not, I looked his name up and I just hope I'm not messing that up because, you know, I, I really want to respect that this kid is someone who, you know, should be respected and his memory is, is, a, is a tragedy that I will remember personally forever. He's from Linden High School. I live in, in Woodbridge Township and my son, who's 13 and in eighth grade, I, I was talking about a coach him. He is attending the school where that happened. It happened at Woodbridge High School. So that's never going to leave my consciousness. And this is always going to be something that as a, a active football player and a, a person who's responsible for the, the life, potential life altering, you know, things that can happen on a football field for young men, you know, and my eighth graders going to high school, my, my seven-year-old, I'm coaching him. And then, you know, hashtag Corey got kids. When my seven-year-old goes to high school, my two-year-old's going to start tackling. That being said, the Tua Tonga-Vailoa thing disgusts me. And not the way that you think about it. Let me ask you this, guys. And, and not to – because I'm sure that you guys were just as mad as almost everybody was, at, at and, and rightfully so, about – a lot of the specific breakdowns in the system that allowed this to happen. And just like I said with the country, like this is a war crime. This is a bad thing that happened to a person. But let's let's just really think about it. If we if we rewind three to six months, what percentage of people that were outraged, because the, these are NFL fans that really care about it, what percentage of those people were making jokes about how Tua's injuries to his hips and other parts of his body made him so that he wasn't a viable option to throw the ball to Tyreek Hill because his arm was too shitty? What percentage mm -hmm. of those same screaming Karen-y type football fans that are pissed off that he was wobbling on their TV screen and made them feel uncomfortable about that this is a violent sport how, what percentage of those people were making fun of him because he had a, a hip injury when he was in college and was throwing the ball in his first couple of years with a little bit less zip than we expected? Because mm. I think it's I like mean, 90%. 90% of those same Karen-y football fans, <laughs> and I mean Karen, you know, it's it's one of those they terms. It, it, it applies to everybody that was doing it. Everyone that was screaming at the top of their lungs that they gave a shit about Tua Tonga-Vailoa's health is a fucking liar, period. You did not give a shit about it until it made you feel like you could beat up on the NFL. So no offense to anyone here specifically, but if you gave a shit about Tua Tonga-Vailoa, you wouldn't have taken his health as a fucking meme for your social media jokes with your friends because you wanted to make fun of a Dolphins player. Period. <laughs> So yeah. now that the guy is a warrior in a contract year fighting for his livelihood for not only himself, because he's going to be fine, mm -hmm. but for the generational wealth that he could basically own a fucking island of Hawaii and have his descendants live as kings. Let me ask you guys this. If Jay... Country K, DJ Madsticks, your DJ. This might be a little bit different, but just follow me. If San Jose State 
was making the national championship and ESPN needed an inside guy to do a hit for ESPN because not only did San Jose make the national championship, but they had a walk-on girl at quarterback who was the best player ever. And you guys knew that first. You guys were the ones. And now all of a sudden you're riding her coattails off to fame. And you go to do your hit in the studio, you fuck your head so hard up, slipping. Oh, you saw something that you shouldn't have seen yet. Uh You, you, you slip going up the stairs and crack your head and have one of the worst concussions of your life. Mm. You're, you're blacked out for a whole minute and a half. Oh shit. I got 20 minutes till time. I got to film. And this is your shot to be a paid sports reporter for the rest of your life. If you kill this, this spot, that's you're set for the rest of your life doing the job that you dreamed of doing since you were a kid, maybe, and maybe not, uh, you know, whatever. Let's just keep going with it. And you got such a fucking bad concussion walking up those steps that you could barely see. And you're sitting there ready to do the spot. And the lights are so bright that you have the, the fucking fiercest headache you've ever had. Your pupils are dilated. You could barely, like, move your lips. But you suck it up. You shake your head as fast as you can. And you do a fucking good hit. That's your job. Would you do that to, to, to secure the bag for your dream job? Because that's what Tua, I mean, well, that's what Tua I, did. And he had the opportunity. I look at it to allow for the narrative. And I and I'll let you I'm sorry, I just want to finish this. He oh, he had the opportunity to allow the narrative that he was injury prone and and, and walk out of the game with a concussion. He he was allowed that opportunity and he would still be making millions of dollars. But in, 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 as, as, as an individual adult, because I think the problem with concussions are for, you know, the younger levels where this isn't their job. It isn't, you know, their livelihood, you know, when a cop goes and he's in a gunfight, we're not, you know, we're not, you know, sh- sh- shouting at, you know, LAPD that they allowed their cop to be in the line of fire. So when Tua made the decision as an adult male person that mm-hmm. he wanted to risk something like you know his potential future for something that he dreamed about his entire life it is true that maybe the nfl should step in because everybody's going to make that decision to, to to fight through the pain especially when they've been working at it literally fighting through pain their entire you know young adult life maybe even including their childhood um but we 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 can't we can't look at that situation and just say that there's no reason that Tua should have been in there because you know, you know who should at the end of the day have control of their own life to a certain degree, not unilaterally, but the person whose money was on the line and Tua's is going to be on concussion protocol. And he was just on the uptick after throwing for the six touchdowns and 400 yards or whatever ridiculous numbers he was having. Against right. the yeah, but I, I never root will root harder for Tua now than than I ever did. And there are guys telling him he should retire. But it's none of their business. It's none of our business. And at the end of the day, I'm just really upset that what we did was take the opportunity to see a mistake in the 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 
to see a chink in the the armor of the system of this this protocol mm -hmm. and use it to try to make the narrative about that we give a shit about this guy's health because we do not care about yeah, no I, I, I but yeah no i agree with that because what we what care the whole... about is that the people that are not true football fans have not thought through moments like Tua did personally now i don't know if you guys have ever gotten your bell rung but that's what it used to be called and i'm not advocating you know fighting through it if right. my kids as a coach if my kids look like they have a concussion i'm pulling them out they're 12 and 13. Yeah. When Julian Edelman I, had a concussion, no one gave a shit because he made the catch. I just look at it in a way that – so I'm trying to look at it in a way of, you know, I guess devil's advocate, you may think of trying to protect the player from himself. Now, to a certain extent, when you're looking at long-term health, for the individual. I understand completely what you're saying. <laughs> having him being able to make this, the decision for his own life. If he made the choice. You know, if you signed up for this, you know what could possibly happen. Like, I completely understand that point. But I also understand, like you're saying, to kind of make with the NFL and NFLPA coming out like, oh, we really do care. We did. They don't. They, they, well, that, and, that, that was bullshit all in itself. I, and that was completely And if too. NFL cared about its players, they wouldn't be talking about how we could have avoided something that happened in a the game. They would tell the players that anything that happens in a game for the rest of your life, your, your medical bills will be covered. That's not what they say now. Right. So, so, you know, I don't want to disagree with the, the points that people are making that, we should be able to see a guy wobbling and say, pretty sure that that's a concussion, get him out. Right. But we don't know that somebody didn't come up to him and say, Tua, this is serious. You really have a concussion. You got to get out. And, and Tua, who in the 70s would have been lauded as a warrior, Right. We talk about how Ronnie Lott had his finger cut off to stay in the game. <laughs> That's not good for his long term health, potentially. But you know what? That was a personal decision that he made. I'm not right. going to tell my I'm not going to tell my 12 and 13 year olds to cut off their finger. Right. That's what I think we don't understand. What we don't understand is that the the danger in concussions for these players. Is in the second impact syndrome, like they talk about. Mm. But these brain injuries are risks that these players are taking because this is really, you know, Division One, maybe Division Two, maybe some really elite high school. But the NFL is really the first level of football that guys are running fast enough and hitting hard enough that you are at risk to become one of the statistics. Moms that don't let their 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 seven, eight, nine, and ten year old kids play football that young are making a mistake because kids can't run fast enough or hit hard enough to cause concussions. So mm -hmm. when they let them play finally at 11, 12, 13, or in high school, when they are big enough and strong enough and fast enough, they didn't learn form. Guys use their head to tackle. 
Bad things sometimes happen when you have uh, – I'm not going to make this an A7FL plug. But what I wanted to say about the concussions, because we talked – that later a story after the whole Tua thing came out, a story that kind of got glossed over a little bit came out about Joe Burrow and how he remembers four times going in after concussions, but he doesn't remember the rest of the game. Mm. That's scary. That's football. Now, that's NFL football. I don't want this to be the culture of football at every level. I think kids that are in college should sit out if they're about to get drafted because fuck that college coach. He's going to go to the next opportunity. Your next opportunity is the NFL. You dip on the college coach because you're only playing in the, you know, Pebble Beach, you know, Alamo, you know, sausage bowl or whatever the fuck it is. Just sit out. But I also think that a player in a contract year who has the book on him that you know to a you're a little bit injury prone when he when he and his, his agent sit down in front of the GM and the brass and the Miami Dolphins when they know damn well that they want him to be this, their franchise quarterback they're trying to save eight million dollars a year by saying well we can't guarantee it to a because we know that sometimes you get hurt so guess what? The culture of the NFL is in public. If you if it looks like you're going to get a concussion, we're going to take you out because we don't want to have it a bad look. But that doesn't mean we're going to pay you the right amount, you know? So mm. I, I think the whole conversation – I think the whole conversation missed the point in which everyone's talking about a big issue that has a lot of facets to it which is how we talk about every big issue, right? I mean, that could be a political statement. But we're talking about a big issue that has a lot of facets, and what we're trying to do is zero in on this one situation and say, bad NFL, look at this failure, when, you know, maybe people came to him and said, look, Tua, this is not smart. And he said, well, fuck you. I'm not smart. I'm a football player. And that's, that's, that's something that I've heard football players say before. He gets paid more money in one game than some of us might make in 30 years of working at good jobs. (laughs) So if he fucking, if he fucking has to suck it up through a concussion and, and and potentially have, you know, you know, a little bit of brain damage down the road, which I'm not trying to make light of, like I said, the whole first part of what I said, I, I take this shit very seriously. And I think that the coaches, and the, the parties involved that lead to situations like this aren't good people. But at the NFL level, all you're trying to do is either A, on the fans and the player, uh, the, um, the, the, the player reps for, for the uh, union, all they're trying to do is just say that the NFL looks Bell really is trying to do is to look good. Nobody cares. Of, uh, nobody gives a shit, especially the fans, about any of these players' health. What they care about is the opportunities for them to get their rage out about things that make them upset. And there's a lot of that that goes no, into watching that, football. That, yeah, no, that, that, there's definitely a lot of that that goes on and, and people taking advantage of certain situations in order to kind of push a 
kind of extreme idea or anything. That, there's definitely that that happens. But when, let me guess. Let me my, guess. My, Indirectly, I screamed at you guys, right? Probably no, no, because I'm looking at it. I look at it from a position of. I mean, <coughs> you played the game. I played the game. We've all played the game at one point or another. And from what I have seen with players, you know, later on in life, like they end up taking their own lives or doing, you know, yeah, crazy things. It it just me as an individual, I completely understand it's their decision to make to play the game, and they know what's going to come with the game. But I also think the NFL should be doing a whole lot more, like you said, basically taking care of them medically for the rest of their lives, especially well, putting, you know, as many years as they do. But I also look at it from a, like, yeah, it's, that's their decision. But I'm kind of like, man, I, I, I would hope they would have enough sense to kind of look at long term because the NFL is not forever. You're still going to be. Would you, you know, let ESPN, that, would you let ESPN take you off? the opportunity to do that that spot for Bella and Bulldogs. If they I mean, saw that your pupils were dilated before the, the big spot for the national champion, San Jose Spartans, with led by Bella and the Bulldogs at quarterback, <laughs> right? I, I don't know. I'm just thinking of, like, what would make it a groundbreaking, like, this is the moment, right? And and, and that's that makes it a little bit too dramatic, but would you let for, somebody take you out of your moment? I mean, for that situation, there's no threat to me, you know, essentially getting hit and hammering my Yeah, but those, head those lights, those lights. I mean, the lights and everything. Yeah, but and then I look at it as this. When you're is old, it my decision? Is it as hell. If my decision, would I want to continue and try to get it? Absolutely. But I would hope yeah. in the back of my let, mind. Would you allow somebody? Would you allow someone? My wife's shushing me. Would you allow somebody to pull you out of that chair? Or would you basically almost fight, like not physically if, fight them, but you would resist them as best you could? If I had, and, and it was noticeable, and they were looking at me and going like, "Hey, you know, we can. You need to get looked at. You need to get taken care of. All that other kind of stuff. You know, I would need some reassurance to be like, "Hey, this is what happened, and you know, if we're gonna do this again." <laughs> I need to know what's going to happen, but it's like, obviously I would be, let's go, I do, you know, try to do it and everything else like that, you know, but again, looking at it from the outside and the potential, it does make me personally go like, uh, again, I hope I, you know, I pray for the guy, like, I hope you end up okay. I hope every, you know, one of those guys ends up okay, because not a lot of them do. So it's just kind of like, I get it, I see it, but what happened with Tua was one of those things. It was, you know, he had it. It, it was it's definitely a mishandling. What I, I think, think the right emotion in that moment is like when I saw my guy and his name is Sharif. Man. You you had such a great season so far, Sharif. We we got you though. We got you this week. We got you next week, bro. We got you until the championship. Um, we're undefeated, by the way. But when I saw when I saw my my player get injured, I felt I felt sad. I felt I felt raw emotion for the human 
part of football that is the the random nature of how you know the the violence can turn into accidental inter- injuries more often than you know when the guy gets completely destroyed that leads to him actually being injured you know very rarely is the injury from the the mo lewis hit on drew bledsoe that ruptures his spleen it most of the time it's when you go to cut back inside after the over pursuit from the defender and a ligament gives out you know what i mean like those are the types of injuries that are common in football and it's random and 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 it doesn't always have to do with the violence but that's how I felt when I saw the Tua thing. I felt bad for the human being. I felt empathy. I didn't feel anger towards the NFL immediately. And and I, I, like I said, I'm not discounting what you're saying or what everyone was saying about how this is an outrage that this guy was allowed to go back in. But it's always very selective in in, in these types of moments. Because it seems like the people that do this, the reason they're doing it is so that they can yell at the NFL, not because they care about Tua. And the reason I think it's just interesting that Tua was the specific player that this happened to is because when this was an injury, not that when we when there was an injury about Tua that was not to his head, that was the specific problem that we have in the NFL right now which is a hot topic of conversation which allowed it to be something that we could say we were making fun of Tua and his health and his potential future arthritis and the fact that he might not be able to walk like we we could make a joke that Christopher Walken and Tua Tonga-Vailoa have the same brand hip replacement surgery like that that he called you know the people that he called were friends of the owners (laughs) no no okay no for real there was some shit there was some shit what i'm what i'm saying is is that everyone that has like that 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 heart you talk about in a football player Mm. everybody that has that in them is going to look at the guy coming all off the sideline in a fucking stupid-ass outfit with stupid glasses, probably. I can picture him now. Thin-ass neck, pointy-ass chin, like, where's your jaw, bro? And he's telling you, um, Tua, look at, the, look at my finger, okay? Oh, no. Like, no, fuck you. I'm making $275 million guaranteed. Get the fuck on the sideline. As he's stumbling, right? That's what I would say. I mean, I would probably say worse. Pull up the <laughs> video of me talking to the Renegades. No, I'm sure. Um, I'm Corey fucking him. No, I would never say that. I have said that. I, I think you would. I'm gonna say I think you would. I have said that. I had I said that one time to the Cobras. They 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 kept telling me you ain't Tom Brady. So my response to them after a touchdown pass is I ran to their sideline, stared right in their face, and I said, "I'm not Tom Brady." I'm Corey fucking Hammond, and I said it a lot angrier and louder than I just did. I mean, that sounds like one of those things you have the explosion in the background and the epic music, and you can just walk off to the sideline. I don't know how badass I look doing the things that seem badass in my head, though, to be honest, guys. Remember that <laughs> that that clip of me? I tried to look into the, the camera after I ran it in for the touchdown, and then after seeing the camera and realizing I looked like a fucking uh, a regard as my wall street bets friends would say um 
I just, I just, I just quit the, the opportunity at being kind of cool and just was like, well, I failed. And then I went back. <laughs> my, my, uh, uh, my, uh, my one team, um, when I was with BIC, they, 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 the one guy said he called it when I would go super saying, and when I would start screaming and, and, and freaking out and yelling at the other team, I, I did play better. And that's what, the, that's what they called it for one season. But um, then LJ, the announcer, called me ice pan ice man giveth and the ice man taketh away which everyone else called me the ice man but he always said that whole sentence that was my nickname so um then i had to be a little bit more level-headed but i also have gray hair so it looks weird is what it is. there's a lot going on there's a lot going on and this, this concussion thing does get me riled up but anyway no um, it, 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 i mean it is full contact it is a definite no pads no concussions. Uh, what? Sorry. I mean, it's it's definitely uh, a hot topic issue because you know everyone has their different you know feelings about it and everything else like that. But then there the certain contradictions and stuff like that that do go out is kind of like well, well, I, hold I, on think a we, I think we. Well, I was gonna let you finish, but the, I think the important thing is we are, and we are rightfully having the conversation. I think we should have the conversation. But for me, all these 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 people whining about the, the health of Tua Tonga it just felt so empty to me because, like I said, in much you know more eloquent words earlier, that all of those people that care about his health now can sit on something long and relatively thick because I, I just don't want to hear it. I don't. I don't. Wow, that was graphic as fuck. <laughs> I mean, you had to go there. I mean, I mean, it is what it is. I, I yeah, they could have sit on the wood log horizontally. Again, but I mean... that's basically what the imagery I gave you was. Is I I, I wanted that that <laughs> that word used in verb for, verb form to occur to them. <laughs> Oh my goodness! All right. Before, before we before we get so, you so out that of here. that gives new that gives a new meaning to to Samuel L staring motherfuckerly because normally he's like really like he's like so pissed that he's not even able to express it with his face. Now he's looking like the fuck did that man just say? <laughs> Look at him! Look at him! Like did he just say that on my show? Yes, he did. Yeah, absolutely did. Uh, real quick, at least I'm not Red River rivalry. Ah, God damn it, you bastard. You gotta Man, you I told shit. I told you, Man, you weeks shit. ago you have to have your hand by that buzzer it, like they do KG on NBA TV. I told you that. You have to have your hand by the right, buzzer, man. All right. All right, it's right been, it's, it's right there, to be fair, country K, it's been a while since I've been on. So uh, we, we got him we got him back in the mode right now. Because if I forever, say, if I go to right. say it, he's gonna be ready. And what I mean is, is that Baker shows that my daughter watches. Man, you rest in shit. See, see, I didn't say it that did, time. Yeah, see? See? We'll, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. <laughs> Baker. <laughs> Anything, Baker. Man, you rest in shit. <laughs> Baker, maybe. Man, you rest yeah. in shit. I'm, Don't I'm, the Niners play the, the Carolina Panthers this week? The real watch. 
the real watch right now is who gets more wins, like we talked about in that earlier episode. And I'm not gonna. I, I want to. I'm gonna just wait until it plays out. But I am watching. Who gets more? Who gets more wins than what? Like we're uh, talking about individual te- teams. Texas here? or um, the Carolina Panthers. Right. But the hmm. Carolina Panthers have way more games, so it's it you know it's set up for Texas to have if Texas doesn't get to the to the seven win mark, then Carolina might get close. But but again, this wasn't about college football this week. I'll Not allow you week. guys to mourn uh, at least <laughs> a little bit longer. Let's Thank enjoy. You. Let's enjoy. Let's enjoy just just football in general because honestly, it's the reason that my hair as gray and mm-hmm. ugly as it is, is as long as it is. And uh, I'm doing my best Matt Ryan, Rob Fabian impression with the beard. It, it'll get there. It'll get there. Well, I'm coaching the team. They haven't lost. So I just have it, you know, I'm just going, you know, I'm going with it. This has that, that undefeated coach swagger to him right now. Uh, a play, a player from the A7FL, Deshaun Dorsey, saw me and he's like, "Yo, let me get you some drip," because I wear these. Last year, I was wearing Jordans to the games, and I was trying to look, you know, you know, fresh to the kids. But what I realized is that as a football coach trying to teach these kids to be football players, you know, it was better when I showed up with my work boots on, and they're ugly ass work boots uh, covered in. Uh, I'm not going to get into the the actual material Enough. that's on them um it's roofing material but um and then i showed the kids like i was like yeah last year i was wearing the jordans I was like, i've been cursing at these kids since they were like nine so their their parents are okay with it and i'm like fuck jordans i'm wearing work boots all year because this is work we come to work and we do business out here and business is booming let's go boom and then they go out there and uh, i get suspended for one game because the 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 mother from the other team carried me out because she didn't like my halftime speech. That's a true story. If if it's not in the A seven FL, it's while uh, coaching kids in youth football. Uh, that's all things Corey Hinge. Corey. I'm unhinged. I'm unhinged. <laughs> Corey, every week we appreciate it, my friend. Uh, been to get that house house shirt. I need. That has a shirt. I need I all do the not have it. You got to get in touch with Matt Ryan. I think he will. He he's more likely to get you the Thick Boy Season shirt. Um, Derek, shout out to Derek Duncan, uh, Nevada Division owner. Um, he bought three Thick Boy Season shirts. Um, if you have him on the podcast, maybe he he loves uh, promoting the A Seven FL. Maybe he'll say that you have to you have to hang up. Um, and I'll try shirt. Uh, which if you want one day I'll go into because a lot of people don't understand the I'll try, you know, they, they, they think that it's the opposite of, of Nike, which is just do it, which just do it is a nice sentiment. And I agree with it, but the I'll try is a little deeper. And one day, if you guys want, I'll go into it. We'll definitely get into it at that point, Corey. Once again, appreciate you for being on. And we'll I appreciate talk to you guys for continuing to allow me on. Hopefully I, I didn't I didn't upset anybody that was uh upset with the NFL about two of them. Um you, you brought up to be you brought clear. up a conversation. Well to be clear, if I upset anybody that was upset um with the NFL about Tua um while also just recently making jokes about how his injury was affecting his performance, like I said, just to be clear. 
Country K will remember what I just said, and you can imagine it right now. Just rewind. Speaking of, A7FL will bring you Rewind, me, Matt Ryan, Rob Fabian live, watching the greatest games of all time in the A7FL, rewinding them, and then watching them again with some perspective. So, um, guys, thanks again for having me. That was the, the most shameless plug of all time. And you guys. No, it was a great transition. Great transition. I think Country K likes me now because I sided with him mostly on the Russell Wilson thing. No, I, I still I still uh have a little disdain for you for making me remember that whole uh spiel right now. Uh just let you know. <laughs> and, then, and then before and then before I brought up St. Thomas Aquinas and he was like it, it was like that uh it's like that dog meme with the war in the background. He was having PTSD. And then I made a Catholic uh Catholic uh church joke. So anyway, I'm out before, I mean, before before I get in more trouble, I'm out, guys. See you later, Corey. <laughs> See <you> Every <laughs> time Corey Hammond comes on, you know we're in for a long freaking day. And not just because he can talk anybody's ears off. Um, he's usually got, you know, something to say. Again, it's a different perspective on the whole concussion, uh, you know, point of it. And I get his point. Um but again, it's like somebody who's seen and been through it. Sunshine, he's, I believe he's had four. You know, so, you know, so it's just kind of like, I get it. I get that, but I, you know, it's all good in, in the long run. But uh, once again, appreciate him for coming on and, and talking with us. And we'll see him again next Friday for some more college football talk. Now, Matt Six, you're back. It's Friday. We needed to bring back the segment. Mad bitch asses with DJ Mad Sticks. There are two nominees. Sir, we got the line. What do we got? Two entries in the bitch asses hall of shame. What do we got? That's it. We're gonna talk about let's talk about so we talk about sports. We're gonna before we transition to music, we're gonna talk about Draymond and Green. And the altercation with Jordan Poole in practice, sucker punched him. He always doing some shit, man. This ain't the first time he done did some shit. I feel, I feel that's why KD left because of Draymond. They was always getting into it. You know, he was talking all that shit with Kendrick Perkins, calling him a coon. Like, sit your ass down somewhere. You gonna get the first bitch ass award. That was some good <laughs> shit. So it don't matter like when so nobody like, why why did he why did he hit him though? That's what I wanted. I was hearing that they was having words words and off saying some shit. Yeah, apparently they was having words during practice. I'm sure everybody has words during practice. They practice and you talking shit. But you know, he just took it to a whole nother level. Like and the coach, you can see in the video, the coach knew something was gonna happen because he walked over there with him, like when he started walking over there. And then just stood there while he punched him. I mean, you know, if you get in my face, I'm going to push you back, too. But that don't give you a reason to, you know, just fire on somebody. When he did that, I was like, man. I was kind of, in a way, I was like, what the hell did Jordan Poole Sayer do for that to happen? For him to get that pissed off to where he would actually do something like that. Yeah. They trying to say he was like getting like cocky in practice, I guess, because he get a new contract. 
But Steve Kerr shot that shit down and said, like, he's been fantastic in training camp. So, you know, you know, the media, well, you know, the media come up with some shit. You know, we went there. I know they're trying to figure out, I guess it's like a, uh, I think it was like one of the journalists got paid like 2.6 by TMZ to release the footage. So, yeah, yeah. I'll take the bag. I don't care. <laughs> shit, 2.6. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here you go. I'm changing. I get fired. I need to find another job. Damn. Dream on green. All right. Entry number one. Entry number two. Our second one. We're going to transition to music. Mr. Kanye West. West is not in the building. But it's fucking. uh, So this past week, he had his fashion show. You know, I'm sure the whole world has seen it with this. You know, white lives matter shit shirt that he had on. Man, for four hundred motherfucking years, we've been dealing with some bullshit with these white folks, and here you are, you know, just you know, spitting the face and basically spitting our face with that shit. Like you know, you get motherfuckers killed every day, getting lynched by white folks, and you gonna wear some shit like that. Like, you know, he's using his platform the wrong way. Like, I just don't fuck with him. Like, I'll never play his music again. I don't give a fuck who requested. Like, that's something that's just gonna come on my playlist. Like, I don't respect you. I don't get down with that shit. There's nothing you can say that could change that shit. So, like, I don't know. And I, I don't know what I saw, you know, with my coworker was like a meme or it was a response to that shirt. Uh, but it basically had a bunch of the KKK wardrobes, the different colors, like the white, the red, the black one, and everything, just all different. And then it, underneath it, it said the new Kanye line. Yeah. yeah. So I was looking at that, and then I saw the shirt, and I was like, oh, this is probably a response to what was seen. And when I looked at it, I was like, I got two of my coworkers with me. They looked at me like, Kanye, he, he needs, why does why does he open his mouth? Or why, or why does he even, why does he do shit like this? Like, nobody fucking with you now. Like, I've been like, you know, you see people like, you know, try to side with him. I'm like, that's because y'all fucking dumb. There ain't no fucking way I'm siding with that shit. There's no fucking way. I don't care. And then he tried to come out talking about he thought it was funny. Like, ain't shit funny about it. Not even a little bit. That shit, that shit ain't funny whatsoever. Like, you live in your high lifestyle, you know, so you ain't really got to deal with that shit. The rest of us, we deal with that shit on a daily basis. That shit ain't funny whatsoever. Somebody need to punch him in his fucking mouth with what they need to do. It looked like somebody did. I saw a picture of him recently. It looked like somebody fucked him up. Yeah, his eye was all swollen. He had a fat lip and everything. I, I don't know what the hell happened. It looks like somebody beat his ass just recently. Kim probably whipped his ass. <laughs> <laughs> he probably went over there and got jumped by Chris. <laughs> That's just, I don't know, man. Like with him, it, uh, yeah, but it, people, honest, people, but it people lean on him. his old, lean on his older music too much. That's why they don't want to let that go. Buttoning his ass, what? Yeah, I'm like, there is no like, 
I mean, you got all these people fucking like Ahmaud Arbery. You basically spit in their face wearing a shirt like that. There's no, no justification in there. Shit you can say, justify it. You just fucking, you look like the true coon right now is what you look like. Cooning at his finest. Look like this ain't the man that when he said that goddamn Trump hat made it look felt like a superhero. He was full cool man. Mm-hmm. Like shit, this right here, he just, all he did was just goddamn put diamonds on his cape. Super cool. <laughs> fuck you talking about? Super cool. Man, that's some bullshit. Like what the fuck? Yeah, he just need help. I felt like ever since his mom died, he just ain't never been the same. He just. I agree. And then he talking about you know. To that extreme, though, that's fucking crazy. Do you remember how he lost his mom? I, well, I don't remember the details of it. Oh, look, he lost. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now. He lost his mom to a botched breast reduction surgery. Mm-hmm. The doctor left the medical tools in her chest, and she died from complications of that. Yeah, that's how Kanye West lost his mom. Fuck. I mean, right after that, he got with Kim Kardashian. He's been with her until the last little bit. Now, I will say, they don't excuse shit. But a lot of these dudes that we've been talking about tonight, they get heavily influenced by females. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, Kanye West, and then, I mean, I don't know about the, the Draymond shit. That, that could be something different, but we don't know. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But... This Kanye shit, I feel like he was heavily influenced because he needed somebody to support him. And he just was in the limelight and he just started doing weirdo shit and listening to weirdo ass people and started thinking shit was okay to do. And he did it. And he kept doing that shit under pretenses of trolling. Anytime something was going on, oh, I'm trolling. So he can't do some shit like this because he completely lost everybody of the same melanin of him. He lost all of them. Like it was, people was already on the edge, but they he we all pretty much gone now. Like, he, like he was living with a family that believes in all press is good press as long as you're in the press, you're relevant. And if that means going to certain extremes, which we all know they're kind of capable of doing, you know, it's all good. You're still going to make money from it. Who else think like that? But 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 it still makes me think like was it really just that like what really sent it off to this extreme? Like this is more than just trolling at this point. This is like this is something completely different than that. Yeah, he's been going off the deep end for some years, though. He just been on this fucking barrel spiral. And now you just like, you know, people still fuck with him, but I'm like, you fucking dumb. I'm like, I'm not, I'm good. Say, I've been having a lot of that. With a lot of black folks. After, I'm telling you, because I didn't even know that was him, because I ain't even been paying attention to none of that shit. That's why when I asked, I seen the shit, but I didn't even know who it was. So when y'all told me, oh, that was Kanye, I'm like, what the fuck? I played the show with Massick said, told me that shit. Yeah, because I seen the picture and I just kept going because none of that shit concerned me. I seen that bullshit, I just kept scrolling. I ain't even reading the details. Who the fuck? I'm like, look at yeah. that shit. Kept going, you know what I'm saying? So I never heard nobody talk about it until we talked about it into the group. 
So that's why I'm just like, based on what Mad Six is saying, I mean, you could pretty much just go the trajectory of all of the shit he's been doing. It's been stemming from that. And it's most of that shit is pain and hurt and trying to find acceptance from weirdos. That's pretty much what the fuck that shit has been. Him trying to find acceptance for weirdos, doing weirdo shit, thinking that shit okay. And he's been making money during the time. So people praising him because they looking at the money and shit. Mm-hmm. That's what social media yeah. and most of the motherfuckers is drawn to. So yeah. that weirdo shit he doing, people, he getting money and then he dropping clothes and stuff. People call him a genius. I think the man is a musical genius. I personally do. But again, this weirdo shit doesn't fucking exclude the fact of, you know what I'm saying, what you're doing. So that that doesn't mean nothing to me no more. You get what I'm saying? I don't mean a goddamn thing no more. That genius goes out the window. Yeah. So you don't sit here and put, you don't let that weirdo shit tap in your soul and you thinking that shit okay. And now you're doing it at a high clip. All right, man. Man, my bad. Y'all, y'all. I mean, mad bitch asses, two entries, dream on green. And I think right now, um, the highest level of bitch assness, uh, Kanye West. Yeah. Um, now we got to get into the picks before we end this up. Few we can rapid fire it, we can do whatever, but uh, we already know what happened with the Colts and Broncos. That was a 12 to 9 uh victory by the Colts. There were no touchdowns scored, or at least it didn't seem like there were any touchdowns scored. Uh, it was just a terrible game all around. Um, New York Giants, Green Bay Packers in Green Bay. Mad sticks, go. Uh, Giants. Giants? Oh, they're not in Green Bay. I'm, I apologize. They are in London. This is a London game. I think the Giants okay. by six. All right. Okay. They in London. Uh-huh. I'm taking I'm taking Aaron Rodgers by a landslide because here's the thing, like I told y'all uh, when it was yesterday, Aaron Rodgers is a big Manchester City fan. The Manchester City just fucking won. I'm pretty sure, and they already over there. He able to they're beat the team. In, doing, they play in, in London. Tottenham. So that's what I'm saying. He able to meet. That's the a team. rival stadium, is it not? He able to meet the team. Yikes. He able to meet the team. Do all of the stuff he want to do. Chill out. He gonna be in Zen mode. That boy from the go out there and throw like five touchdowns. Remember, this is a regular season. This is also a regular season. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with the Packers here. Bad six, stand alone with the Giants. All right, uh, Bills and Steelers uh, at Buffalo. Uh, okay, go ahead. Bills. That's six. I'm gonna take the Bills. Uh, yeah, Bills by a lot. Bills by a lot. Uh, Chargers versus the Browns in Cleveland. Mad sticks. And the Browns. Okay. Uh, Chargers. I'm gonna go with the Chargers as well. Uh, Bears versus Vikings in Minnesota. Uh, I'm going to take the Vikings. Okay. Same. Mad Sticks. I'm going to take the Vikings. All right. Detroit Lions. New England Patriots in New England. Okay. Fuck, this tough. 
I know you want to. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Fuck it, all right, guys. Let's go. Let's go win this fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> Fresh from the XL. Yeah. I know that's a Detroit Lions pick if I ever heard one. Mav six, who you got? Yeah, I'm gonna take Detroit on that one. I think so too. I'm also gonna take Detroit on that one. Uh, let's see. Seahawks versus the Saints in New Orleans. Uh, <laughs> okay. Is he is he stumped? Seahawks. Mad six. I'm gonna take the Saints. I think the Seahawks actually got this one. Um, Dolphins at the Jets. Tua is not playing this week. Tua is not playing this week. Mac Wilson still is. They're in New York. Teddy Bridgewater taking the reins for the Dolphins. Match six, who you got? That's a no-brainer. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets? Yes. Okay, who you got? He's muted. You're muted. Uh, I'm going to take the Jets. Okay. We're going to assume he's going to take the Jets. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I definitely know who he's going to pick here. Uh, Falcons, Buccaneers in Tampa. Uh, we know Country K pick. Mad Sticks, who you got here? Falcons. Of course he does. <laughs> Fucking course he does. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bucks here. No way they lose last in a row. Um, Titans, Commanders in Washington. Mad Sticks, who you got? I'm going to go with the Titans. Uh, I believe I'm going to be going. Oh, 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 oh. There you go. I was back on the last pick. Okay. What were Dolphins, Jets? Which one did you pick? I'm picking the Jets. Okay. We knew that one. Falcons, Buccaneers, we know who you're picking. Yeah, come the fuck on. <laughs> yeah. Titan, Titans, Commanders. Titans. Titans as well. Texans, Jaguars. Uh, I'm going to go with the Jags. Mad Sticks, who you got? Jaguars. Okay. Anybody other than Jacksonville? Oh, that's Texans pick right there. I was going to lose that one. But... Ah, shit. 49ers versus the Carolina Panthers in Carolina. Yeah, the button ready. <laughs> Already here. Already here. 
Uh, I'm obviously picking the 49ers in this situation. Kay, who you got? Come on, son. Come on, son. Come on, son. You know who I got, son. You know who I got, son. You know who I got. He's saying time for time. That's what I'm talking about, Mastiff. That's what I'm talking about. Niners. Are you saying the Niners? No, I said it definitely ain't the Niners. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's Carolina. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, don't be like that. If I had a rock, I'd bust your head, bitch. Cowboys, Rams. Mad six. Cooper Rush, baby. Yeah, now he's now he's back on the fucking bandwagon. <laughs> hey, Cooper Rush, okay. real deal. Okay, who you got? Hey, weirdly enough, I'm picking the Cowboys too. Uh, Cooper Rush can pull his game. Out here's the thing. Here's the thing, Josh. I, I look. I understand your position. I'm in the same position as you. You got to think about it. I hate Matthew Stafford, bro. I think he's terrible. And he's been showing that I've been right. So that's kind of why I picked the Cowboys. Because whatever the fuck right now, Cooper, whatever Leprechaun Cooper Rush meant. (laughs) (laughs) That motherfucker had to give him a super, a super four-leaf clover. They gave him a before Leaf Clover, and he plays it in his right cleat every damn game because he's out there what? throwing some shit we never thought. We never thought possible. The Cowboys, they are on the undefeated streak of a matter of the games right now. Granted, since the Bucks, but they've been undefeated since then. So, whatever Leprechaun Cooper Curry rush, man, just to put you in. I'm, I'm still picking the Rams because I, I can't I can't do that sleep well tonight. So, I'm going to hey, go. You going to toss it? You gonna toss and turn tonight about the goddamn Rams? I'm no, no I'm okay. No, I'm okay with that pick because I'd rather pick the Rams and die on that hill than to pick the Cowboys. I'm good. Uh, Eagles, Eagles, Cardinals, Mad Sticks. Uh, I'm gonna take the Cardinals. I'm Cardinals gonna get the Eagles their first loss. Oh, okay. Okay. Man, that's tough. You go first. <laughs> I'm still thinking. I'm still thinking, bro. I'm going to be honest with you. He got to pick the Eagles. Given who I live with. (laughs) I told you. Uh, Fuck, you're right. I didn't think about that. That shit slipped my mind in 10 seconds. Uh, Damn. Yeah, but Uh, the Eagles Eagles are, are like, insanely good right now. So I'm picking the Eagles. I'm going to tell you right now. Your wife may hate me for 35 seconds if she can hear this or if she go back and watch I got but right, right in here. But yeah. Right now, the Eagles are experiencing what the 49 experienced when Colin Kaepernick took over for Alex Smith. That shit will soon stop. And, and you think it's I feel like they aren't prepared to stop the same type of a game that they're beating teams with. So I'm gonna pick the Cardinals because Kyler can run and he scoops a little, because he's smaller. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's able to slip behind motherfuckers. 
So I feel like he can probably do it a little bit better than Jalen on the pro level. All right. We shall see. Bengals and Ravens for Sunday Night Football in Baltimore. Ravens' second-half defense is absolutely atrocious. And for that reason, I am picking the Bengals. Uh, Okay, who you got? Joy B to G. Mad Sticks. Got to go with the Bengals. And Monday Night Football. I already know my pick for this because it's an automatic for any time I see this. Uh, The Raiders... Uh, versus the uh, I just needed to add that in there. Uh, versus the Chiefs Monday Night Football. Uh, we know who I'm going with. K. Homecoming who you got? Golly. Homecoming game. The Chiefs been playing good. They just beat us. So they it's are like, who we thought they were. No, nah, calm down. They not. They not. They not. They not. This is the first game back for all our receivers that was injured. I'm not trying to hear that. They see us. Let us play them. Let us play them week fucking 15 instead of week five. And let's see if that shit be the same. I mean, week 14 instead of week four. Let's see if that would have so still it. been the same result. Fuck out of here. I don't so, hear that. I'm going to go with the Raiders. Fuck the Chiefs. Shit. They beat our ass. I'm just doing this out of spite. Man, me that's the two you got. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. The Raiders set. Yep. Raiders. He talked me into it out of spite. Yep. Out of spite. There had to be somebody to root for that thing. But it wasn't gonna be me, that's for God damn. Don't they play all this year too? Mm, maybe. And if they do, I'm still gonna root for my team. So. Well I know that, but you'll have tears eventually. No. Never cheers. Never cheers. This man uh, this man is a mobile quarterback murderer. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate Corey Hammond. <laughs> DJ Mad Sticks uh coming in on a Friday. Hopefully more Fridays from here on out. And be able to bring more entries into the bitch ass and this hall of shame, uh, and to talk more football. And hopefully, we'll uh, see uh, what part of the bandwagon he's on for the Cowboys. You know, what we forgot to talk about, we gotta talk about it real quick. We gotta talk about the wedding. Uh, okay, okay, <laughs> damn, there's a lot to dissect there. Um, <laughs> Well, okay, you got there first, so I guess you need to give off the beginning vibes and all that kind of stuff of what you saw. So it was cool, like, setting up. Like, you know, I get there, I'll set up. Everybody from Roseville there, so I'm like, you know, like the whole crew came in and set up. I was like, damn, like, anybody working today? Everybody down here. seemed like it. Yeah, but now it was cool. Like, the wedding was cool. The ceremony went cool. The reception, you know, it was cool. But when we got to the dancing, like, you know, I had a whole playlist. And one thing I hate is, like, requests. Oh, my gosh, I hate taking requests. And there was, like, a million fucking requests from, like, the same three people. First, it was, like, the one dude, I don't know who he was, but he just kept standing there. And he was, like, it was some slow-ass song he was wanting me to play. I'm, like, I'm already in a vibe. Everybody dancing. I'm not finna, like, slow this shit all the way down. Like, 
Cause you want to play, you pick a fast song, we can, we can go. And then I had these fucking two girls. This fucking stood there the whole time. Yeah, I could, I, <laughs> they, they basically moved me aside to talk to you. That's what I found was hilarious. They want, <laughs> they wanted to make their request by all means necessary. And they basically said, excuse me, and walked right by me. I was just laughing my ass off. And then I'm looking at you going, I'm not playing this shit. I'm not, I'm not playing this fucking music. What do you, what do you not understand? Like, I don't, I'm just sitting there just cracking the fuck up. Like, right behind and that shit was all funny. Yeah, I play a few of them, but I'm like, I'm not finna play every fucking song. You come up here and request. I was like, man. But it was cool because it was, you know, little, it was some, some baddies up there. So it was cool. <laughs> it was fun. I enjoyed myself. Good. It was a good day, good fun day. Looked like everybody had a really good time. So yeah, that's all that really mattered in the whole situation. But I, I, I will say, the drink situation was a little awkward for me, and I need to share why. I was being well. I gotta say it because it, this is true. <laughs> it's funny, and I'm not mad about it or anything. It happened. But I was essentially being poured off for free drinks um, by my wife and everyone else at the table. <laughs> so the bar, um, there were certain drinks that were free up until a certain point, and then they started charging you for drinks. Mm. Um. No. No on that one. Eh. But um so I went up there and I guess there was a time that there was like there's time for free drinks. So I got up there and I got free drinks. But after I got mine, I started noticing that people were getting charged. They were taking out their wallets and getting charged the prices and everything. So I was like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess they're getting charged. So I walked up there for the second round, fully prepared to pay, and then, oh, no, it's free. I was like, <laughs> okay. And then I, to test it, my wife goes up, and they charged her. Oh, yeah. So I was like, okay, now they're charging. So the next time I go up, drinks for free. <laughs> so I go back and everybody's looking at me like, what the hell are you doing? Like, what, what is going on? Why do you have, why are you getting, I'm like, I have no idea why this is happening. I don't know what the hell is going on right now. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, they use me to go get free drinks until we can't get free drinks no more. I get, that's <laughs> What it boils down to, I went up three more times before I got charged. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> I was why like, I'm... all right, cool. I don't know why this is happening, but I, this is happening. Cool. Yeah. And that's why I always have my own bottles. Uh, I had me a couple we were bottles. talking about that, too. Like, we yeah. Get a flask. <laughs> yep. I didn't have no flask. I had the whole bottle in the bag up there with some pineapple juice. <laughs> I remember I remember saw, seeing that. I was laughing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Twice and I'm good to go. 
it was it was hella fun though. That was insane. Yeah. Like, it was all there was like no negativity or anything else like that. Uh, it was all fun. Nope. That was all good. So but that that's essentially what happened at the wedding. Once again to uh shout out to uh, Jocelyn and Aaron uh for having us there to to celebrate that moment. Um but it is getting to a point now, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, we appreciate you guys for hanging out with us for another uh, episode this Friday. Uh, be sure to come back in with the live episodes on Tuesday. You guys already know all we got our social media handles, all that stuff right here. The All Pro Joppos on bro on both uh, Twitter and Instagram for Native Rose Productions, is where you'll find the YouTube and the Facebook page with pvp studios being uh all things on the twitch account uh mad six before we go anything you got coming up or anything you anybody you want to shout out uh not right now i just got like uh you know it's wedding season so you know weddings little private events not the major uh shit what else going on yeah that's about it okay anybody you want to shout out i know there's one person that we need to help out in certain situations, but is there anybody you want to give a shout out to? Uh, I think you're referring to uh, my teammate's son, uh, Peyton uh, Head. Yep. Hey, so look, <clears throat> he goes to, uh, damn, what's the name of that school? Rancho? Uh, it's like some in Salinas. Salinas, Monterey area. It's like Rancho something. But, but he's out there fucking killing. I don't know the name of the schools because these these motherfuckers in my group chat they be continuously talking about all the goddamn high schools and the robbery mm-hmm. shit. And I'm just sitting over here like, man, y'all don't even know what the fuck. You I don't even say. know what Florida football is. <laughs> yeah, y'all y'all don't even know what I've seen. Like the coach do because uh, I think he originally for like South Carolina or some shit. But mm-hmm. <laughs> so he kind of understands something football. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, but yeah, it's like Rancho something, but he getting, he out here balling. I think the last time I seen he had like, uh, 18 touchdowns last I saw, cause the dad posted shit all the time and I see it and I like, like it and shit like that. I want to go check out a game, but shit, I've been extremely busy and they have games like on Fridays and Saturdays. It's like weird. I think it's based off of like school schedule, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, my, you might have uh, the Fridays is for the JV and varsity, and Saturdays for the Frostoff team. That's well, no, he's a senior, so he, no, he they're building a new stadium for that school, so I don't think it's oh. done. So I think they have they just pretty much based off of uh, you know, what's available, you know, what I mean, in the area. So, yeah. like, if they got to play at a different school, they probably have to play on Saturday, you know what I mean. Yeah, because that school's playing on Friday for their boys. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, man. Well, we got to get him, and especially uh, the, the person who we're trying to kind of get him introduced with. Shout out to Leslie Jackson and Gunner Sports, just introducing and putting out there uh, that the new All Star game this coming season is uh, in January of this coming year. Uh, the exact date will be coming soon. Um, and if the posters and stuff like that are any indication of what the unis are going to look like, uh, we're pretty excited for this game. We were, it was a good one last year. Um, you know, we realized that 
it was an event that was on the verge of doing something, you know, pretty crazy. And we think this might be the game that completely puts, puts them over the top. So stay tuned for the exact date um, for the Bay Area Cali Classic. And uh, once again, shout out to Leslie and everybody over there in Dr. Sports. Um, for myself, JP, for the best DJ in the entire world, DJ Mastics, and for Country K, we will see you guys on Tuesday. Deuces. Peace. Hello.